Hello, hello, I'm Rob, all right? Hello everyone and welcome to Walford Weekly, your weekly EastEnders podcast where this week we'll be discussing the episodes released on the BBC in the UK from Monday the 6th to Thursday the 9th of March 2023. My name is Alex and as always I am joined by my comprende, Robert. Hello Rob, how are you? I'm all right. Alex, where are you? I can't I, see you. I Alex, see you Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, for anyone who may be watching Ugh. the podcast on YouTube, we do apologise. Uh, standard problems that we seem to have and because of time restraints this week, we're going to have to pump it out as an audio um so if you're listening to this right now we weren't able to fix the problems and this is what you're getting <laughs> so, like yeah. it or lump it all right just get on with it <laughs> yeah all right get aggressive oh my god well, save it for the email that you're going to send to the people that are in charge of our visuals Alex. oh i will i will i mean i've got a very mm. many many uh strongly worded email to send to not just uh, yes. them but also our podcatcher our previous podcatcher but anyway enough of that let's talk about full our, on karen mode i i am full on what is it kevin isn't it a male karen karen <laughs> No, a ke- male Karen. Oh, I've not heard that before. Is it a Kevin? I've not heard that before. I can't remember. It's something like that. Yeah, I know what a Karen is. Oh, okay. I've seen enough TikTok to oh, know what a Karen right. is. Trust me. Um, but uh, <laughs> but anyway, look, uh, we've got lots to talk about. We've got EastEnders to talk about. Yes. So we just pile it straight in and we're going Let's to go. begin with um, the uh, sad story yet again of Whitney and Zach and uh, the kind of fallout of uh, everything that happened last week. Uh, Whitney was very desperate to get out of the hospital, kind of too many uh, memories of uh, everything that happened, everything that occurred. Zach kind of wanted her to mourn a little bit more. Um, Monday's episode was pretty much consumed with their story, uh, where you kind of saw their two stories kind of divert, where Zach was a good grieving father and Whitney was a grieving mother. And as the week progressed, you saw how legally uh, Whitney had very few rights for where she could go forward from here. Um, and Zach felt yeah. a little bit like he was kind of being singled out. Everyone felt sorry for Whitney, but he kind of reminded people that, you know, he'd lost uh, baby Peach as well, mm. uh, which I thought was a really sentimental moment, especially between him and Linda in the Vic. Um, yes. Again, great scenes this week. Monday's episode was absolutely dark heart-wrenching honestly yes it was it was really really yeah monday was really really good and some great performances again uh, from the two main players um yeah i was really surprised but i don't think i knew this about this whole 24 month thing and mm. uh, bereavement leave and all that kind of thing i feel like it would have been nice if we had a scene where whitney had told mr lister like do one like mm. do one i'm having as much time off as i want and there's nothing you can do about it and if you want my pitch then do you know what i mean because that is just like some... well yeah he was hiding behind Those people honey, that just he? play by the rules i know yeah, Poor Honey, who was just sort of left to deal with this bad news, who clearly didn't agree with any of it, mm. but had to sort of deliver the fact that, look, you can have a week and I'm afraid that's all I can offer you. It was, it's it's bad. It's really and, bad. And uh, on International Women's and, Day, as we were reminded I know. constantly yes. in Tuesday's episode. <laughs> yes. I... <laughs> I'd forgotten about. I'd forgotten all about International Women's Day, oh. um, and, and and what a day it is too. Um, it's a wonderful I, day. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's just that it um, is. there were so many scenes this week in EastEnders where like all the women were like walking around going, mm, "It's International Women's Day." Did you know it's International Women's Day? It's they like, do that. Don't they? I know that they do now. That on occasions. Oh, I, they on do. Occasions. They like a cause, don't they? Old EastEnders. Lesson. Um, so yeah, it's it's all very sad. I mean, it was all it was mainly just 
focused on Monday, this storyline, um, but it's, it, it did its job. Like, Monday's episode was really great. And I love those scenes with um, sort of uh, Zach and uh, the guy in the chapel in the hospital. That was, they was some really, that was some really strong stuff in there. I mean, he was, he was boasting, wasn't he? He was boasting big time that obviously they, they had their third child. And um, I mean, he obviously yeah. wasn't to know that the kind of the, the boast that he was doing in front of the person he was doing in front of wasn't in a state of mind where they really wanted to hear that right now. Um, it it took Zach a long time though to kind of show his intolerance to it. In the end, he kind of he kind of just like, yeah, go away, go away, go away. And the guy was just like, "No, I'm going to tell you all about my children, and our happy family <laughs> life." And Zach was like, "Just go away, please. Go leave away, me alone. Leave me alone." Yeah, bless him. Um, it's, so, I mean, where um, where does it go from here then? Because him, I think Zach's kind of main concern at the moment is trying to um, kind of. Make sure a make sure Whitney's okay. I think he's kind of. I think he's basically now falling in love with Whitney. Obviously, mm. um, you know because they've been through such an such an emotional term tumultuous time together. Um, and I think Whitney's sort of just pushing people away at the moment. She's in that mode, an under, perfectly understandable mode. But um, I wonder if she's going to um, sort of kind of welcome Zach back into her life at some point when you know the numbness has sort of calmed down from it. Yeah, she's um. So, or, or what do you think? Well, she's pushing him away, isn't she? She's uh, does she doesn't really want much to do with Zach now. Um, and I, it, perhaps because it's a reminder of the the child they you know they lost, um, poor baby Peach. Um, they had that kind of that moment together where they they felt like they were healing each other at the hospital at the end mm. of Monday's episode. But then as soon as they got back, Whitney almost saw the signs that Zach was kind of trying to help be helpful get into her life maybe a little bit more than she was more comfortable that let him be and so there was that scene on the bench wasn't there when she kind of just got up and said you're not part of my life anymore um, and then walked away no i feel nothing that's it and just, that's it and she kind of has just basically made the cut and now it doesn't want anything to do with zach i mean and we're still still lingering in the background the story obviously zach um I mean, it's a HIV uh, diagnosis yeah. as well, which we keep bringing up and we keep wondering if this is going to be part of the problem in Whitney's mind as well. But that's still is still lingering in the background, still waiting for that to happen. But, you know, if Whitney's already pushing him away because she doesn't like the thought or the memory of the connection between mm. them with Peach, what, you know, how's the fallout going to be when she is going to have um, that come come out i know it's it's gonna be i think there's some, yeah there's some tricky stuff coming up for zach i think because he is at some point gonna to have to sort of kind of tell whitney absolutely everything that's kind of been going on with his life it would explain a lot of his sort of quietness at the start of the pregnancy and why he was sort of trying to run away from it all mm. um but i just yeah it's it, it's really really sad for whitney but i think yeah the point that zach made to linda was just like yeah i'm grieving too hello you know and i don't think anybody was anybody apart from sharon was really paying that much attention to kind of what zach was feeling yeah. i mean obviously you know whitney's perfectly within her rights to be like uh, hello you know, you know but at the same time i think it's very easy to sort of forget about the father in that situation because obviously the mother has to go through something not only emotionally but physically as well to make any for any of that to happen so i think it's i think zach is sort of taking a back step as he should but also kind of hoping that people sort of recognize that he is going through something similar if if not you know the full kind of the, the full experience yeah. so to speak how, how do you how do you feel about how Zach, how people's reaction has been around Zach, because there was that there was that line with Mr. Lister this week as well that Honey relayed to um, Whitney, which was that if this, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a, as much as saying basically uh, everyone's feeling sorry for the woman but not the man. So why should he give her the time off when the man's not getting the time off as well? Uh, Mr. Yeah. Lister obviously wasn't aware that she's not in a relationship or anything like that, but that kind of like it insinuated that perhaps you know people 
aren't really showing any affection towards Zach and the heartbreak he's been through. Do you think, and this isn't, this isn't me trying to stir a pot or anything like that, but do you think that we should show more of, uh, like more feeling toward Whitney because she's had to, she's had to physically go through it while Zach has kind of more emotionally gone through it and not had the physical pain as well. I think it is more traumatic for Whitney because of the fact that, you know, not only are you, are you having to go through the, the pain that she had to go through physically, you know, mm. to have to miscarry the baby this late into her pregnancy. But it's also the fact that you've become emotionally, you've become physically and emotionally and psychologically attached to the baby that is growing inside you, mm. you know, and you're planning out for the future and you, you know, this baby is becoming a part of you. So then for it to almost kind of be ripped away from you in that is absolutely devastating. Mm. Um, and it's something that I think is a very, obviously going to have to be a very unique feeling to what a woman has to go through in that situation. Um, the thing with Lister, uh, basically <laughs> complaining that the, uh, the, the men, you know, don't get as much attention to the women. I think it was more just a sort of old man sexist sort of mm. rant, at, you know, old man shouting at cloud sort of thing, really, wasn't it? <laughs> it was just him sort of trying to trying to kick off about something. Um, and I don't think Zach was sort of would would um, sort of delay putting Whitney first in any of this, but he needs to sort of look after himself as well. I think him and mm. Sharon are going to have to sort of look after each other quite a lot at this point. Sharon's going to have to step up. Um, so I think, yeah, where it goes from here remains to be seen, but I think him and Whitney are kind of at loggerheads at the moment, purely because they don't know how to react to each other. I think if they'd been in a relationship from the start, then it might've been easier for them because they could have sort of mentally prepared for everything because of the way that this baby was, was uh, conceived and the fact that it basically came from a one night stand. So they were forced to be a lot closer to each other than they possibly had planned originally. Yeah. It sort of gives them, uh, it's sort of they're, they're sort of an, on an, on bleh, on an even ground. That's difficult to say. Wow, um, <laughs> I'm so glad that this wasn't audio. This wasn't visual because my oh, face I... had to do all sorts of contortions <laughs> to get that phrase out of my mouth there. <laughs> um, so yeah, Zach is. Um, Zach's doing well, I think, but yeah, I think Whitney's going to struggle. I think he's she's going to keep pushing Zach away until she's ready to sort of accept what's happened and sort of welcome Zach back into her life again. It's such a harsh law, isn't it? Because as you said uh, earlier, I had no like, idea. I, I had this. no idea about that. If it was before twenty four weeks, that's crazy. Of term that it's technically, to paraphrase, is technically not a lie. It never existed. That child never existed. Yeah, that's mental, what isn't it? horrible... Like, I, I've, I don't know if it's kind of linked to, I don't know, abortion laws or something like that. So, obviously, this know, is, but... you know, this is where there was, it was a, a very difficult situation for Whitney to kind of consider this to, to be in. But to still not to allow a woman to have kind of, you know, grievance over this, uh, this child and... is terrible. Yeah, and the fact that the chances are you're not going to be confronted with this until you're actually in that situation. Really? And then you suddenly have to realise that, oh, no, actually, I'm only allowed at the very most a week off work to deal with what has just probably been one of the most traumatic things I've ever had to go through in my life. And then I've got to be back at work. Yeah, and, and all as... smiling and keeping my life back to normal. That's insane. And take it as holiday as well. You have to take it yeah. as a holiday entitlement. What? <laughs> as long as it falls what? on a bank holiday, you're fine. <laughs> God. That's mental. Honestly, really that's mad wrong, law, wrong, on all, wrong on all levels. I so have to just, say, that's, yes. that needs to be looked at. That really does need yeah. to be looked at because that's just insane. I just couldn't <sighs> believe it when that came out. I mean, again, a good good bit of digging by the... Uh, Very good, big, good know, bit of digging. There's, and there's, bringing it out on International Women's Day it was correct, I think, <laughs> Was it regard, International you know? Women's Day? I didn't really yeah. know that. I wasn't aware. Yeah. Confront <laughs> it. Too right. But yeah, so awful, terrible time. I mean, this... I, I, 
being a, a male, I, I feel like, you, you know, I am, sadly. Oh. <laughs> um, the uh, I feel I feel like I'd be interested to see kind of like how Zach, because Zach seems to be kind of like patching up the, the problems um, and is very keen to kind of try to have this conversation with Whitney while Whitney's not keen to have it back. And I'd like to see. I'd like to see a bit more of Zach's side of it, but that's not to, to take away anything that they sh- the, the the pain that Whitney is going through right now. No. Um, but I was again, I was glad that the show kind of uh, made, kind of signposted it and made people made the you know characters aware, made Linda aware, and other characters aware that you know Zach is in this situation too. But like I say, it's it's a painful and awful situation. It's a situation I would desperately not want to be uh, landed mm. into, and I just oh my goodness, my heart absolutely just broke for them and it's breaking for them it, it was eastenders at its very best on monday mm. i think in terms of its character terms of its character studies and the emotion and the grittiness of it you know it's, it's it's just something that the soap um can kind of do so easily and so well that the other you can't touch eastenders when it's in that mm. when it's on that rain you know uh, then no other soap does it better so yeah it was it, it was a great episode monday and i liked the the sort of going around the square and everybody sort of doing the card all oh, right in the notes and, yeah yeah weirdly and madly, and we'll talk about Vi later. But Vi's <laughs> message to to Whitney was the mo was the one that actually near like really moved me. I thought yeah. that was a really really nice character moment. I was like, oh well, what a nice thing for Vi. I'm so glad they're putting back uh, uh, giving attention to Vi again. Uh, <laughs> we'll speak about that later. I right, well, we'll be, we'll be moving on to that. No 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 doubt. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean yeah, as you say, the the notes the notes that they were sharing and the the potted plant. I thought that was nice as well because a potted plant you yeah. nurture, you can grow. Flowers they die, but a potted plant. <laughs> you give that to someone and made that connection i know i know i I thought again very thoughtfully written and very thoughtfully planned out um there was a little part of me that thought that perhaps uh you know the the notes that they all had written whether that was going to somehow be linked to the flash forward story that whether there would be like some kind of handwriting diagnosis and that that was going to be linked but i know i don't i I don't know i don't know i'm always thinking i'm always thinking ahead now with that flash forward story it's just one of those things it's not going to be the sort of situation where whitney wrote go to hell in in (laughs) lucy's funeral book i don't think i don't think we're quite at that level yet or or, or, um abby walking around in a halloween costume following her sister and stalking her (laughs) as a weeping angel yeah no nothing like that that in the story it's all gonna be very nice (laughs) yes there we are then money problems for uh (laughs) stacy this week uh she has uh been desperately trying to get some money up she's been asking around you know the media area like they did again shorthand for uh we need help is look for jobs around the media area where you live um or yes. you've run out of bread as we mentioned last week um yes. uh, but jean being ever as resourceful as ever has got a uh, got a cleaning job uh, of evening now with stacy where they're kind of cleaning up the mess of these office parties that clean slater is back clean slater is back with their uh, leopard skin uh tarps yeah forgot about them uh, um and in desperation because stacy is so desperate for money because uh this week we also found out that lily's skirt's getting too tight because of the pregnancy um mm-hmm. she needs a new pair of trainers for arthur uh she steals some petty cash from the office yes um, and I, I, I would you know i think i would but it's you know, a, don't you think it's you're being forced hey? well maybe but the, the fact that i think the inclination was that they'd have this mad party in this office and then sort of just carelessly lock the money away so whatever money they lose in that situation <laughs> as far as i'm concerned is their own fault you know especially when you consider i if put yourself in stacy's shoes right you are uh, brassic you've got about 17 people living in your house with 28 children running around your feet that you want that you need to feed and freddy <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you, you get full 
Yeah, yeah, she's all right. Um, and then you just you, you take into this office that you've got to clean. That's got the you know some of the you can just imagine the massive party they have had. They, they made the point of the fact that the champagne they were drinking was probably cost more in one bottle than the Slater spent on their shopping in a week. And they was just sort of spraying it at windows and just just being the most obnoxious people you can imagine. And then they leave like what probably looks about like what two three grand just kind of sitting there. I take it too right too right. I, I, I mean, don't blame Stacey at all for this. I mean they, they are just throwing cash around as if it's as yeah. if it's water. Literally, I don't need it. chucking the champagne down the sink. They're, they're, yeah. they're extinguishing cigars in a bottle of champagne. I mean, that Who did bring me. Wow, well, it did bring me back to my party days. Remember, I think we may have talked oh, about yes. this on the podcast before. When you kind of wake up in the morning after a party and you yeah. find a can of like beer or coke, <laughs> and you think, oh, "I'll take a swig of that just to kind of you know, yeah. you know, wet my wet my wet my whistle." Yeah, and it ends yes. up being just full of cigarette cigarettes and you just cut out student ash. days. <laughs> oh, they were the days. Those days can't do that anymore. Price of life. Um, so, I mean, where, how is this, what's going to happen here? Is Stacey going to get caught? Are they going to, is there going to be some sort of CCTV in the office? Are they going to catch her out? How much money do you think she stole? It, was probably, it, looked, it looked to be about 500 quid or so, didn't it? It's quite a chunk, wasn't it? It, it was, was quite like, a chunk. She... I think she just grabbed a handful. Yeah, well, yeah, ran. Well, again, yoink, well... take that. <laughs> yoink. Stay <laughs> <Very> home, <laughs> Simpson. Um, it was, um, uh, it, 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 it was again, really well portrayed because you kind of saw her close the cupboard and you were meant to believe that she kind of just walked away from the situation. Moral, moral high ground, walked but, away from the situation. And then I was walking, she was, when she did that, I was like, that doesn't seem in character for Stacey no. whatsoever. <laughs> Why is she doing that? And then she was like, oh, there you go. Welcome there back, girl. Yeah, is. missed you. There we are. I loved Jean's turmoil that her, her biggest problem when they got home was whether she just goes straight to sleep we'll have a piece of toast we've all been there we have we've all been there Again, Alex you know I, I yeah I, do I just call I just the best thing to do in that situation I find is to go in the kitchen sit down to eat your toast and then pass out and you wake up the next morning with two bits of toast stuck to your face that you just sort of lent against the kitchen table I've, I've done, done that it, I've done it on more than one occasion many of an occasion <laughs> Or a cold pizza, just yeah. There. Oh. oh, the amount of times I've woken up next to a, next to a pizza in the fetal position. Oh, I d- <laughs> many a time, many you, a time. And you look at it and you think, will that be okay for lunch later? And you think, well, if yeah. I put it in the fridge now, it's only been eight yeah, hours in, in the in the yeah, ripe air. Yeah, it'd be yeah. fine. Oh, I love yeah. that. Bit later. The ripe air. The ripe. <laughs> Do you live in an orchard? <laughs> it feels like that when you wake up. God, the hangover. It does, especially yes. in the summer. Oh, can't do it now. Anyway. Mm. Um, so I, I, yeah, is she going to get caught? Is she is she going to get caught? Are they going? The slate is going to be even more trouble after this, probably. Oh, I just I feel so sorry for her. I mean, this is this is a, again a story that we've seen happen in the past before. Pat stole money when she was desperate for money in the past, um, mm. I, and so you know, it, it they, she needs a savior. She needs a an angel to come and help her out. And Thieves I, I never prosper in Walford. I don't I don't think do that's they? The problem. Tea leaves. They do not. Yes. Um, but I I, I believe that uh, Martin returns next week, so I'd be interested to know Ooh. what Martin's kind of take well, on. Oh, he'll be rolling in it. All his well, weeks this of is bricking, what I'm or whatever he was being a roofer. He's bricking it. <laughs> yeah, Martin bricks it. That's our title for next week. Uh, so yeah, well, that would be good then. So Martin comes back and he will sort of. Uh, I mean, has much happened? What has happened in the Slater family since Martin has been away? In terms of nothing's really changed as such. They're still skinned, um, but they're just sort of. Well, they're more. They're, skinned. they're trying hard. They're more skinned, but they're trying harder to sort of make money. Make money. And, they, e- so. and, Eve, and Eve doesn't seem to be wanting to share any of the money that she's been. Eve's busy. Week, which I Eve's know she's busy, busy, but she's still earning. She's earning her crust, and yeah. like it was a big again it's, another big chunk just... in a white envelope. So I think. I think I Eve know. seems to be keeping a bit of money to one side. I wouldn't be surprised if you see her kind of doing a bit of a up and turn, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that her and Suki can run away together. That's right. That's right. That's right. To, to Ooh, Portugal or something. Get themselves a villa. 
I do feel sorry for Stacey. Like like I say, it's a much such a tight situation for her right now, and it's so tricky. And uh, did you notice also there was a hint this week of their relationship? Uh, well, how how Lily felt about Whitney and Zach losing the child again? There's all these rumors going around, isn't there, that Lily's going to give yeah. up her child. I know this is what I, I I mean. I think I might have started this rumor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I do think that I, it it seems. It just seems odd to me that they were both pregnant at the same time. You know what I mean? Like everything happens for a reason in an era like this. So you've kind of got to think, is is something going to... I feel like Lily's pregnant... Because I feel like all the complications that could and sh- perhaps should have arisen with Lily's pregnancy have been sort of forgotten about because of the fact that this baby is necessary further down the line. Yeah, so I think I, I think that with Lily... Um, all the complications that should slash you know maybe should have should have arisen with her they've mm-hmm. kind of been forgotten about because of the fact that this baby is necessary further down the line and i do f- wonder if whitney is going to end up with this baby it seems like the sort of obvious direction for it to go mm. but having said that mo- i was i was thinking this when i was watching it this week with the uh, the jack and ravi stuff that most storylines have recently have kind of been making you think they're going to go in one direction and then they go wildly off in another. Right. So making predictions in the, at the moment seems like a silly thing to do, but it does seem that the baby should maybe be heading towards Whitney. I don't know. I don't know. It depends how they're going to deal with, with Lily kind of being a mother and what, what the story there is going to be. I'm excited to see what happens though. Mm. You are right. The, the storylines, every time we make a prediction, I mean, there was times when we were hot, we were on fire yeah. with our predictions. And uh, recently we've, we've not been so hot. No, um, which like is, which is doing it just to annoy us. <laughs> which I'm glad about. I like I like being yes. annoyed because I, I like, like being to be surprised. surprised. Same, yeah. same. So yes, we like to be kept on our toes. Um, you've mentioned it just now. Um, so we're going to go straight into the next story, which is Jack, Denise and Ravi's story, uh, which is kind of nicely intertwined also with Callum, uh, Ben and Vi's story as well. Um, first of <laughs> yes. all, Callum is now a full-blown detective. <laughs> Well, he's a trainee detective, Alex. Oh, that's is not, he? That's not, yes, that's what they said. He's a trainee detective, which is why he's the one that's being kind of having things written on his computer, and he's the one that's being forced to sit and just watch boring CCTV for that hours. And that's room. what you get the lackeys to do. It's like you get the lackeys to do. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, like, what, it's like a prison for a trainee detective, isn't it? Trainee, and I love. I love them. I, I can say I've said it before, but I think it. It, it just seems like the, the Jack's just now his boss. They've got two coppers, mm. and they have had two coppers living in the square together for so long. Oh, the, 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 the both they've never met before uh, effectively in their jobs and now they're just sort of putting them together because it just makes sense and it's just easier all right so yeah i, I think that it, that does work in that respect but callum is now part of cid so we don't get to see callum in his policeman's uniform anymore no, which i a, guarantee a whistle will be disappointing which will be disappointing for some i realize that okay but <laughs> this is the days of callum inspector detective so um inspector yeah well, he is because this whole thing with Ravi is unfolding. Like we don't yes. really know. We got a little hint from Ravi this week about what might be going on when he was on the phone to somebody. Like he said something about, "Oh, we'll talk on the app that we both created." It was like, right, yeah, okay, I, yeah, that, that, that surprised yeah, me thanks. as well. I know when he said <laughs> that, I, I had to rewind it because I thought he must happen. have said WhatsApp. He must have said the WhatsApp group or something along those lines. And but no, no, no he yeah, said they've no. created an app, <laughs> a criminal people, WhatsApp, a criminal WhatsApp, a thing. <laughs> Yes. Well, you discuss all the murders and everything and the thievery and the burglary and general sh- shenanigans that you get up to. End-to-end um, encryption. It, yeah. Um, so 
Yeah, so Callum's been given um, the job of basically just watching all CCTV. Now, this is dangerous for a start because now they're basically implying that there's CCTV all around Walford, which puts so much of, like, of previous storylines into... Don't. Sort of, some, and it's like, that's not don't even get me started there. on the that, Honestly, you well, really I, this is what I mean. wind up the beast. No, because he will I don't want to wind up anything because <laughs> this is what I mean. Well, this is what I mean because they started flicking through all these cameras that are around uh, Walford, like one literally trained on Walford East. And I'm just us, sort of like, I'm oh, God. <laughs> like, where, you know, like... You you know now that anything happens in the future, people are going to go. Well, what about the CCTV camera on Wolford East? What didn't that see anything? It's just dangerous. Really clear right? as well. CCTV really clear. HD ready to go. <laughs> zoom in. Of all like the people, zoom in, yeah, uh, zooming in. It's uh, just like oh, you're just putting yourself in trouble when you're bringing up stuff like I, this. Honestly, I honestly thought I, I I turned to Ben and I said I just really really wish I desperately wanted them to troll us and put in line of like and they just fixed the camera new the CCTV <laughs> in the new tube CCTV station. camera. For 2023 no, I and really want... one, yeah and it will be broken after this storyline's finished <laughs> yeah. i hope i hope they'll make some scene of ravi breaking that camera because it mean, needs to happen otherwise that... um, it's just there in the background at all times isn't it there's a camera trained on albert square at all times that just that just wrecks anything they will, that they want to keep hidden they will never be forgiven for that that cctv <laughs> when kush got killed at that tube station i swear to goodness I know, that I was know. Uh, that was a moment that really was and uh, yeah, so it as was, you say, there's now the time. best. I mean, you could argue, you could argue that because of that could incident, I? the uh, police decided. That's why. <laughs> exactly. They decided to put as 4K, 1080p, so the incompetence. HD, yeah, <laughs> CCTV system around the whole of Walford. Um, and that's why they can now follow Ravi from literally from the club to Peggy's. Yeah to uh, yeah. Wolfordies to the hotel dangerous. and at the hotel at the hotel Callum spotted that he was having it. a secret <laughs> rendezvous and the secret yes. rendezvous they See, are going to regret now, with Denise you, you see you say this this camera was just trained on the entrance to the hotel right so like he saw Ravi going in and then a few minutes later saw Denise going in mm. now it's the, I think think that Callum made this connection that something was going on with Denise purely because he had seen two people that he knows in this little bit of CCTV. I mean, it would be like me seeing, it would be like me watching you on CCTV and then seeing my mate Keith uh, in the same picture. Like, oh my God, Alex and Keith are having an affair. <laughs> well, no. Um, oh. But, <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean though? It's that sort of connection, Sorry, Keith. you know? I mean, I don't think it's too far a leap. I mean, I, I would. I mean, it was call, a hotel. I, I was going to say, I would call out anything idiotic if it came down to Detective Callum like spotting something. And but I would say, on this occasion, that I don't think it's too far of a leap to say that Ravi going to a hotel, then half an hour later you see Denise at the same hotel dressed up as well. You could see that on the HD CCTV. She had probably <laughs> she made an effort yes. when she went Each there. Each sequin glistening away beautifully <laughs> because of the quality of the Each cameras. Eye twinkled like a star in the sky. Yes. Um, like the, you remember those nineties? Remember in the nineties when the game show host used to like Silla Black used to have a sparkly thing and it used to just <laughs> glisten away throughout the entire show. These little silver lights just clicking around their body. Diane, like Diane Parrish really is the London Silla Black, and uh, mm, I will fight anyone who says otherwise. Um, um, surprise! Surprise! <laughs> she um. So I, I I I get it. And Callum, Callum, poor Callum, tortured Callum. I mean, you know, he took a, a leaf um out of uh, Vinny's book this week. Tortured Callum. He didn't know what yes. to think. He was having, you know, he's having his chips outside the fish bar, and uh, he saw Denise and Ravi having that conversation, and he thought, oh, what do I do? And on his second day, getting... his second day of being it's... a detective, he had to lie to Jack about what he saw on that CCTV. That's not good. I know. It's it's getting messy already for poor Callum. It's his first day at <laughs> CCTV and he's already trying, he's already fighting himself with the same old police problems. Yeah. Um, 
Bless him. But not with um, Ben. Not, not with Ben. Not with Ben. Well, Ben's this is clean this is, shaven. This is new Ben. People smuggling well, this is what I mean. past. Ben's lack of angst recently has done wonders for him, hasn't it? Like <laughs> he just seems like a happier up. person. His skin's cleared up. He's had a shave. <laughs> he's 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 getting drunk. He's having a lovely time. He's had Ben on a lovely time this week. Ben was having the time of his life, just home, just being happy. Ben, which is something, frankly, I don't think Max Bowden has had to act over the past <laughs> five years that he's been playing this role. So <laughs> it's him. nice to see. Um, and frankly, also, it's nice for Callum to have a storyline of his own because I don't think that's yes. happened since him and Ben got together either. Um, so it's not, you know, we might take the mic and we will take the mic because it amuses us. But in all fairness, Callum having his own little story is a great thing to see because he he can now be he can be his own individual character and have his own little story. I guess him, Ben will get involved at some point, I'm sure, because he's Ben. But mm. it's nice for Callum to just have this branch to play with on his own. So it's good to see. So I'm I'm pleased. I'm very pleased to see it. It's 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 also mad twist i would have thought that callum would be the one who'd be like mixed in with this storyline he's like all people i would have thought like he should be caught by her daughter chelsea or something like that not not you know callum well i wonder if um, chelsea's gonna start getting involved again soon because um with with i think because he's trying to wind up denise and he's doing it very successfully Mm. i wonder if he will just sort of kind of float back in chelsea's direction and sort of try because he 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 managed to kind of persuade chelsea quite quickly i thought so i think he'll be able to do it again um and that will just keep one because i think it seems does it seem to you that the denise and ravi thing is probably at an end now in terms of her in terms of her fancying him and her wanting to sleep with him i feel like the temptation has kind of been quashed now don't you i think that you're right i think the temptation from denise has died however i don't think the temptation from ravi has and i think now denise has rightly or wrongly i would say stupidly told ravi Uh, that she he is now being watched by the police and and, and their secret (laughs) app (laughs) um the um that now ravi's got even more of a powerful hand to play against her and now he's got her to basically find out as much information from jack and the police to then pass on to him and i got a funny feeling that he might take it even further and kind of almost force a sexual act on you know for to keep you know to keep her out of trouble because he's Maybe. now got the, he's got the he's got the upper hand which which Denise yes. openly gave him as well yeah she didn't need to Denise. tell him, i know she didn't need to tell him that information because as long as she didn't hang around with because i think in her mind she thought that if i tell ravi i don't want you kind of hanging around with me anymore yeah you know callum doesn't have anything to find on cctv anymore but really exactly. unless unless they're kind of like deliberately bumping into each other and on the square, it doesn't matter because they all live on the square together. So unless it's in a hotel, say, well, for argument's sake, there's not really much for her to worry about, is there? Well, exactly, because basically the basis of Denise and Ravi, Ravi's interactions in the past few weeks have been Denise storming up to Ravi and saying, you, yes. stop stop playing games with me, and just storming off again. It's all her. So, yeah, it has been all her, So which I think Ravi's perfectly aware of. So, mm. yeah, I think this car that he's been dealt with, with uh, by Denise is just going to play fully into his hands because he's basically... Just turned around to her and said, "Okay, so thanks for that information. Uh, you're now going to find out more information for me because that of if you don't, I'm going to tell Jack everything. So mm. I, it's it's interesting now, I think, because I think we're going to discover what's going on with Ravi um, and Denise's involvement in the big old Christmas story. I oh, think yeah. it's going to start to un- God, it's going to start that. to unfold. Yeah, Denise is involved in all this, so presumably this is the start of Denise's kind of branch of that big old Christmas tree." <laughs> Yes. That uh, is going to. <laughs> the ball ball. Uh, that's going to. Yes, that's going to start. Uh, it's going to start unfurling. So I, I'm intrigued to see what happens next. So it makes I us... do like. I like the. I like the way this is playing out, though. I like the fact that they have, they didn't go down the predictable route of Jack mm-hmm. and Ravi suddenly becoming mates, so that when it's yeah. discovered, the betrayal seems is is tend. This is a much more interesting route. Yeah. 
for it to go down. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy. I'm very happy with how it's all going, and I can't wait to see what happens next. It's genuinely quite exciting. Aye, so, aye. Yeah. And it makes us think that maybe Ravi's the one on the floor in the Vic. There's another another victim that could be yeah, added to the, I, to the list. I th- he may well be. You know, you kind of, kind of wonder, um, you know, with the way that the Panasars currently are, mm. in terms of, you know, they're the rapidly depleting numbers, whether effectively just leaving... Suki and Vinny at the end of it if you know if, if you <laughs> get rid of Nish on Christmas Day you know what what happens to the Palisades from that point Aye. onwards so maybe it is Raffi I think Raffi would be more disposable in that sense but at the same time like where do you take Nish in long-term usage so mm. um, it's it's intriguing but I do at the minute it does seem that that sort of Panasar connection is going to be what's on the floor but we have got another nine months to go before we find out so yeah before before we jump to the Panasar story we do have to say our first goodbye of this week which was uh Vi uh Vi Highway (laughs) has gone um she's taking the highway she's taking yep because she wants to become a nanny um while Stuart continues his taxidermy (laughs) work and his night (laughs) his night job working in a nightclub um uh, I, I mean, I know you loved Vi, but let's be honest, she didn't really cause much now, of an let, impact on the show. Let me clarify this. Let's say, no, let me clarify this when I say I loved clarify. Vi. I, I like, I, she, I didn't find her offensive as any, as everybody else seemed to. <laughs> and I was aware that I was probably the only person that felt like that. She wasn't offensive, and I quite liked her. Um, in terms of, I, I, just, stroppy old woman is something that I, I normally get quite amused by, but I was kind of Relatable. waiting for. Yeah, yeah, because it's me, um, and I was kind of waiting for um, like Vi's involvement in whatever was going on in the square to sort of become a, become apparent because she was. It, you forget sometimes when kind of new producers come in and they do their acting things. Mm. You know, when Stuart and Rainey left and Vi was left behind, you're kind of like, oh right, so he must have plans for Vi. When in reality, it was more probably the case that Clannis came in and just decided to remove that entire that whole section of the of the show, mm-hmm. Vi included. But he had to wait until um, Gwen Taylor's contract ran through, I would presume. Yeah. Um, but it was just irritating because they did this thing because I thought Vi was actually quite good for the most part this week. You know, when she was do, signing a card for Whitney, I thought that was quite it was quite a nice moment. And then she started talking to Patrick about how the situation, you know, you know, with Whitney had reminded her everything that's going on. A storyline, by the way, that seems totally just for usage when Vi is leaving. We don't talk about it while she's on the show in normal state, in normal circumstances. But the kid that she mm. kind of gave away is only what we talk about when Vi's leaving. I know, <laughs> like, and it was such a good story as well. When they introduced yeah. that story for Vi, I was really excited about it that she had a child. Um, wasn't it, it? wasn't her husband's either. It was out of wedlock, if my memory serves me right. Uh, yeah, and uh, it it had Down syndrome. Down syndrome. And yeah. So she gave and it up, and I thought, what a yeah. wonderful story. And then they didn't yeah. take it any further. Great story. And then she went off to look for him. Came back. <laughs> we didn't hear one. <laughs> solitary <laughs> syllable about what had happened with this storyline when she returned and then Vi did nothing for the rest of her time there and mm. then it got brought up again this week on the week that Vi was leaving it's just disappointing it, it's not the fact that I that I was seeing something in Vi that I don't don't think people were seeing because what was there to see because Vi was barely ever used as a character which I think uh-huh. was a waste of, yeah. a, of a character and an actress um, but it was just the frustration of what could have been you know, because like you said, there was a good, there was a good enough story there. And when Vi was having those softer moments, she was, she was all right, and she was, and she was watchable, and she was, you know, there was something interesting about her. But when she was just doing what she did ninety percent of the time, which was just sort of caterwauling in the back of seats, <laughs> it kind of puts you off her. So it, it's not like I'm going to miss her terribly. I liked her, but it's not like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be talking to you in. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to be talking to you at all. Um, but I'm not going to be talking Aww. to my new co. Oh well, you know what I mean. Drop no, that I mean, one on in, a, didn't you? On a, yeah, on a mic. <laughs> I mean, on a mic, um, and saying, 
oh, I miss Vi. Of course I'm not going to miss... Um, of course I'm not going to be missing Vi in, like, six months' time, you know? She was a, a pretty much a non-entity for most of her time on the show, mm. which I think was a shame. But, you know, and, and, and I liked her little thing with Patrick as well. I thought that was quite nice, you know? So it's it's a, it's kind of a shame, but at the same time, never mind. You know, we'll. I, I doubt she'll be back. There's no need for her to come back, really. Um so yeah that's that done i guess yeah. highways are over apart from callum who's now effectively a mitchell so well bye. yes yes i know it's it's goodbye bye um uh yeah i don't think she's going to make much of a mark on the show sadly um but uh nah. it's it's a shame but it's like you've i think you've summed up pretty well it's just it's just what it is we had another exit this week as well, um, which is revolving yes. around the Panasars. Um, they're very fruity, old Suki and Eve, aren't they? I mean, uh, so they go to hotels, <laughs> honestly. Hotels. I, I know, going all over the place. In Where do they go? Leeds. That's right. They're Leeds. out to Leeds. I mean, Leeds is not the most. Sorry to anyone who lives in Leeds, but I wouldn't have said <laughs> it's the most romantic. Leeds. Is, I don't know. I've never been. Did you have a bad date in Leeds, Alex. It, Tell us the story. What I happened mean, in not, Leeds? It's what? not as bad as Bristol, but that's. <laughs> That's oh, for I another time day. Bristol. We'll have a conversation about that off mic. Oh, do you like, did, did, well, Bristol. Ugh, Everyone loves Bristol, the, but I. Was... It was not the shizzle for me. Let me no, tell you, all I The shizzle in no. Bristol. No way. No way. Yeah, Suki, no, no. Suki is finding excuses to spend time with uh, Eve, um, and their grand plan was that they were going to try to get rid of Nish. Um, but Nish kind of lost his temper this week because he felt like that he was being bulldozed by Suki. So again, he was showing his masculinity. He didn't like to be the one who's not making the family's decisions. He says, I sit at the head of the table. Just remember that. <laughs> at the same time, uh, Suki is kind of like playing, convincing Ash to go and take her dream job in Canada. Um, but doing it in such a way that she's kind of pretending that she's, you know, she wouldn't care less and that she's kind of, doesn't want she wants her to go if that makes sense so yeah. so, so but but then it comes out that you know she was doing it deliberately to kind of like uh get her to leave because nish was so desperate to keep her to stay and then that led to ash having a conversation with her dad about maybe letting the reins off suki a little bit because if you keep a caged animal cage for too long they start to bite and so nish yes. took heed of that and organized for suki to go to leeds instead to organise the uh, family business up there. But Eve was sent with her to look after her. And boy, did she look after her. As oh, the photos just would portray. Put some, some colour back into Suki's cheeks, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> didn't it just? Yes. And you only and you only forget about, you only realise about freedom when it's taken away from you. That was the, that was the other sort of philosophical uh, line that came out of Nish. Which we, well, considering it came from him, it's a bad thing, but I quite like that line. I thought that was quite, <laughs> quite, quite deep. Nice. Um, yes. So all of this is going on now. Suki uh, and Eve's little selfie, I am sure, went like wildfire around <laughs> social media because they are a very popular couple at the moment. So I think Suki Eve is their uh, is their is their joint name, which it kind of works, doesn't it? It's better than the Suki honey thing that was around at one point. Remember? Oh, hunky, hunky. <laughs> Did we say hunky? Hunky. We said hunky. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Something like that. Um, but there was some. I thought there was some quite good stuff with this this week's. Um, before we get to Ash, yeah, the the coercive control between Nish and Suki mm. sort of ramped up a little bit more this week. Um, there was a really kind of tense scene between them in the kitchen where you know Nish was pouring his wine. He gets nastier when he's had a drink. I've noticed. Mm. You know, it's the second time he's kind of had wine around him when he's been at his most sort of vile. Um, and there was the case again this week. Um, and he just sort of made Suki feel small and made her 
you know, it, as, as though everything that goes wrong in the family is her fault. Ash leaving is her fault. Um, and I, I almost felt that Suki was actually trying to make Ash... She did a bit of reverse psychology with Ash this week when they were talking about this job, where she said, yeah, you're probably right, you stay here, you're probably rubbish at it anyway, the people are much better than you in Canada. <laughs> Ash was sort of just, like, looked all offended. It was like, right, well, I'm definitely leaving now. Yeah. And Suki was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> But I think that she was trying to get Ash away from it all, really, wasn't she? Like, she could see where the situation with Nish is going to go. Mm. She could see sort of Nish was trying to get his claws around Ash and to make it make her stay around and this was her kind of only opportunity to get away from the situation so I think that Suki actually for quite a rare occasion with her and Ash I was actually really kind of doing something for Ash and trying to help her and really being a mother to Ash which is one of the frustrating reasons for me why Ash is leaving like similar in a similar case to Vi it was sort of it was weak for me in general of characters that should have been better kind of leaving before their potential was realized you know well, and like, also they brought ash back it felt like there was a weird yeah, decision what? to yeah to bring her back to then to have her to leave again because yeah, they she must did have... absolutely nothing mm. for, for they the, must have planned it that way back. i feel like it yeah, must have been planned it's such a short space of time the contract must have been a very short contract for them to have I her in know. so they're very strange because i situation. i thought that there was such potential in the suki and ash relationship mm. there was a there's sort of a lot hanging there in their relationship sort of the kind of internalised homophobia that Suki then pushed onto Ash about her own relationships and the and the kind of terse, icy relationship that, the, that had been sort of established between them um, that never really kind of culminated in anything because of the fact that Ash kind of kept leaving and has now left again. Yeah. Um, so it's like we didn't, we never really kind of looked really deeply into Ash and Suki's relationship and I think all that we should have done because that sort of mother and daughter relationship where the two of them have had so many battles over the years because of Suki's behaviour and the, because of the way that Suki is mm. as a result of the way that Nish has treated her um, that was kind of pushed onto Ash. I feel it's a shame that that's not now going to be explored further. Yeah. It feels like there was story potential unlike Vi, I feel like there was story potential for Ash that was never explored and they just sort of let Ash kind of be as she was and just sort of floating around the square doing her GP stuff and sort of having scenes there, but not really exploring Ash as a person and exploring her role within the Panasar family. Yeah. Because I think it was established kind of quite early on that Ash and Suki were more similar than they'd like to admit. Yes. And there, there were suggestions that there could have been a darker side to Ash that we never really got to explore either. So I just think it's, I think it's a shame. I do. It's, it's, it's weird because everything that Ash touched, all the stories she had, they seem to either disappear or just kind of be forgotten. And the characters that she kind of had any kind of relationship with all left, um, yeah. you know, with Peter Bill and so on. Um, Ikra. Uh, and Ikra, exactly. Um, Finley, I, I mean, they touched about, they touched it yeah. on the episode. Like Finley said, oh, I guess we're not going to have, you know, our relationship anymore. And I felt like that was almost there the right way of saying like, yeah, we were thinking about putting them together, but that kind of like, we've, we've decided against, well, we can't do anything about that now because Ash is going. Yeah. Which also then puts Finley in a kind of like an isolated space too. Yeah, what's Finley doing now? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's like a domino, yeah, it's, isn't it? It's, this is what you have to look out for. It's the same with um uh with Vi. Once Stuart uh, left yeah. with Rainey, it was like, well, what's left for Vi? Now Ash yeah. is left. What's really left for Finley? Because he's not really doing much with anyone else. No, it's it's a shame. It's a shame. And now it just leaves the Panasars that were once quite a large family. We're now, yeah. it's, it's, it sort of feels like the way the Carters kind of disintegrated quite quickly at, at the start of their talk. Like, there was quite a lot of them at one point, and now they've there's now literally just got Suki, Vinny, and Nish there, and then Ravi in the background as well. Mm. So, 
it's uh, Vinny's got a lot of oh and Nugget of course oh and Nugget of course yeah I love Nugget so Vinny's got quite a lot of heavy lifting to do bless him and he's not having a good time either he's always oh, looking tortured Vinny's, and Vinny's year he's not going to go well I suspect because oh. now there's no more there's no more children for them to push it on so it's all going to be pushed onto Vinny oh. Vinny's going to have a nervous breakdown by the end of this year I tell you I can see it coming on the horizon <laughs> bless him it's it's I'd like you it, and I've been having this conversation this inner monologue in my head all week about what exactly has happened to the panasars because they kind of introduced to this loud bang and it's not that they've become any weaker it's just that they've become smaller as you say smaller in numbers and i i don't know if that's necessarily a good or a bad thing because we've kind of always wanted the panasars to be kind of this very big built-up family unit and you using the carters as a kind of like a comparison is true because the carters came in there was like six seven eight of them when they first Mm. came in and one by one, the Panasars are kind of all dripping away. I still think the Kirat's exit wasn't planned. Yeah, no, it doesn't, was, like it no. I, I, it doesn't so feel I think, like it was planned. And I doesn't feel like it was planned. And that feels like that was kind of like a, a kind of like a, a bump in the road for them. They had to work a way around yeah. that. But it's the fact that also, though Ravi has some involvement with the Panasar story, there doesn't seem to be much with him. So I don't consider Ravi as part of the Panasars a hundred percent. In this, in the sense that mm. if it's a Mitchell storyline, normally all the Mitchells pile on together, and you like there's not one that's kind of left out, apart from Billy occasionally, or most of the time yeah. until recently, <laughs> yeah. obviously because they're kind of building building up Billy. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm the same as you. But then I guess in a weird way, maybe that's done deliberately because then Suki's kind of gets more isolated with Nish, and they're only saving Grace. Yeah, that's Eve. true. So how are they going to kind of like maybe tear Eve away from Suki? And I still stand that I think Nish knows more about Suki and Eve than see, we know. Yes, that, you know you said this, and I I can see I can see why you think that absolutely. At the same time, though, I feel that Nish is so arrogant that he does not believe for a second that Suki would possibly. Um, like I think that he's so super, he's so suspicious of the men around Suki, like he was with Mitch, for example. Mm-hmm. That I don't think he would consider Eve to even be an option. Because I think that Suki kind of demonstrated her homophobia quite well. Because Nish at one point was sort of thinking that the only reason that she didn't want to hang around with Eve was because she was a lesbian. <laughs> so I wonder if he's kind of putting her with Eve because he believes that she's the safe option. It could be that he's, there's alternative motives there. And I, at the same time, having said that, I wouldn't be surprised if he's caught, got an idea about what's going on with Eve. But... I wonder. I do wonder if... I, I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. And now this photograph exists as well, which well, I don't think... it's that, in the cloud, you know, isn't it? It's, it's, it's exists not on the phone, but it's it in the It is in the cloud. It exists in some form. Deleting it doesn't make it disappear completely. No, it it's, a sort of, it's, got, it's got a sort of ste- smoking gun, Chekhov's gun type approach mm. to this photograph. It feels like that's going to come back into play at some point. It's a very nice picture as well, bless them. They look like a really nice couple in that picture. It's oh, quite, it's a lovely kind of photo. They both look so genuinely yeah, happy as well. well. I mean, it's being paid... I know, it doesn't bode well. Both, both <laughs> the actresses are just such wonderful actresses and they're playing it so well together. Incredible chemistry between them and they i just I, it's a pleasure to see them both on screen so i'm i'm, I'm this is this is where my uh fear exists i worry yes. that um there's going to be a really horrible ending for them both in the sense that one mm. of them will, i think and i suspect if it's going to be one of them it'll be eve will die yeah and i hope not and i just i oh i just my I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know what I would do. I'd break. I would break. I don't know. The thing is as well, you've got that whole dangerous kind of thing with um, Eve dying because there's, th- there's a thing with gay characters, isn't there? Oh, yeah, they, they like to... They like to call them... Uh, the, the, was it called? The Kill Your Gay uh, Troop. Yeah. Which I have to admit, I've never been fully behind because I always, I kind of always think that 
if you are treating gay characters the same as straight characters, you've got to put them through the exactly the same sort of emotional turmoil as you have the straight characters. And straight characters lose people all the time. Mm. So I, do you know what I mean by that? I, I, I get why people think it exists and they, they want to see just kind of gay couples happy on the screen together. Um, but it's you've, in terms of something like a drama or a soap, you've also got to kind of ask, well, where's the drama in that situation? So I, I, I wonder if it, it, the fact that Suki and Eve are so happy together at this stage in their relationship and like having nice photographs together and Eve as a spring in her step and Suki as a spring in her step mm-hmm. suggests that they're not going to stay this happy for very long. And perhaps Nish's involvement in that is going to be is going to be why you could have a point. I'm still to be 100 percent convinced that he does know anything going on particularly but i mean i'd be intrigued to see if he does um interesting point that you raised with um it's easier to isolate suki now with nish from the rest of the family because mm-hmm. vinny's not going to notice anything because no. he's vinny he's too tortured uh, so, <laughs> bless he's, he's got anxiety Vinny's far to too 11. tortured to notice far too tortured <laughs> to notice it. this is the man that goes and breaks into a shop and leaves glass all over his hoodie and then puts it in the laundry <laughs> basket to get found but vinny ain't gonna notice a thing yes. Um, bless him. So um, yeah, I think that's, that's quite a good point, and maybe works to the, to the storyline's favour in that case because you've got to, the more people you have to hide what's going on from yeah. is makes it kind of tricky to work around sometimes. So I'm still not convinced that we might not see a return of Kira at some point in the future. Because yeah. we don't actually, I don't think we kind of, I don't think we know how long he's in prison for, do we? He's certainly not going to be in prison for like twenty odd years or anything like that. So well, this I is wonder. The thing, because he 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 confessed to it, but surely there's a, a trial. I'm presuming he's just in custody, so he's spending all his this time. time. <laughs> well, yeah. So I'm presuming he's just spending his time. No. They're not. They've not paid for the bail or anything, which is also no, kind of be, odd. They'll just have not mentioned it. He'll be in prison now. I think. Oh, okay. I think that's far. I think that's far more likely. Um, but we'll we'll have to wait and see if we ever get told. I can't. I don't know if we ever got told how much how long he's in prison for. If anyone knows, do let us know. Mm. Of course you will. Um, but because <laughs> <laughs> they do. Um, so uh, yeah. But I think the, the Suki and Suki's isolation, I think, will work better now that there's less family around her because they have to hide it from less people. And it, it yeah. works for Nish completely because he's now got more thumb to put over Suki. That's a phrase I've never used before. Um, <laughs> is that a thing? Um, you know what I mean, though, like under the thumb. So, um, yeah, it's intriguing to know where it's going to go from here. Um, but let's see. If, if just quick to, out of curiosity, obviously they keep mentioning that the la- the reason Nish went to prison was because of his jealousy. Uh, yes. He thought that Suki was, a, was having an affair. I'm pretty confident that he was wrong in thinking that because he thought it was a guy. We don't yes. know for certain if he'd maybe got the wrong end of the stick and it could have been maybe the guy's partner, female. Or, we, we don't know because we don't know. Suki, again, has... Suki, Suki I think has, Suki told... Hear out what went what went on in that situation and okay. said that, that exactly that that Nish got the wrong end of a stick and oh, okay. murdered the guy instead of the woman that was that Suki was with. So that's what makes me think that Nish doesn't know anything about what's going on with Eve, because I don't believe because of the fact that he she was he was so infuriated mm. by the mere suggestion that Mitch and Suki might be hanging around together. This is why I don't think he would willingly put Eve and Suki in that situation together yeah. and give them the opportunity to grow. You know what I mean? It seems it seems unless he's playing some really sort of dark manipulating game where he's going to completely destroy the pair of them so i don't That's know it. sick twisted kind of game that he might be yeah. playing. i know what you're saying it's just the way that every time he talks to eve or he's, he's i don't know he's just like he's there's something knowingly there when he talks to her it's like when he returned well, eve's 
uh, sweater to her to her because it was in Suki's yeah. suitcase and Suki said oh we were crunching <laughs> crunching the numbers which is a euphemism I'm sure yeah and uh, <laughs> you happened to be naked at the time <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but uh, yeah but yeah. and Eve played a dangerous game in that scene actually I thought because she t- she turned around to Nish at some point and went yeah let's keep this arrangement going got to keep Suki on a leash haven't we got to keep we've got to keep an eye on what Suki's doing and Nish sort of looked at her and was kind of like oh you're going to be my accomplice in this situation are you that's interesting yeah we'll keep so I mean so that automatically puts Eve in a much more dangerous situation because if, Nish, if 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 all goes according to plan, yeah. Nish is going to be looking at her and thinking, "Oh right, yeah, so you're somebody who I can help coercively control Suki effectively." So that's dangerous. I wondered if he was testing her because he was asking. Like, there was questions yeah. he asked her about when they were crunching the numbers. So saying like, "Oh, you open a bottle of wine or something like that," and he was like, "Oh yeah, haha, we we." And I wondered if. Uh, maybe maybe I'm just looking at too much into it, but I wondered if like that's going to come oh. up again later, and he will ask Suki, "Oh, so when you were having that night with you know the, you know you were doing this that, and the other, what wine did you drink?" And Suki be like, "Oh no, we didn't drink wine. We drank orange juice, something like that." And so then that will start for him yeah. to trigger like, "Oh, hang on, why are they lying to me about what they were doing?" I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued I and I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving this yes. story. It's just same. It's it's really really good, mm. really really good, and, and the chemistry on screen at the moment from with this group of characters is is really oh, strong. Oh, excellent, so excellent! And like I say, the ensemble of all of them. Yeah. Not to say that in other stories they've not been like the, the Ravi uh, Denise Jack story. You know that's been a nice that's, ensemble yeah. as well. Even with the you know with, uh, the Amy and um, Ricky Junior joining. Uh, Ricky, I must yeah. quickly give a special mention of Ricky Junior saying that Lily hates me. She won't talk to me anymore on the tweet. <laughs> that's the text yes. message. Bless, Bless him. him. Um, Such a young kid, isn't he? That's, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> moving forward to sort of see see that see Ricky's role in the baby in the baby's upbringing Where, wherever the baby ends up it's going to be uh, interesting to sort of watch him have to force to grow up from this childlike uh, persona that he's got at the moment bless him excellent so uh Rob do you have to spare five minutes we can have a quick chat about uh... oh go on then all right then so let's jump to I ain't want to gossip You know me, I ain't want to gossip. So, news came out uh, this week. Lots of news on these senders every week. We seem to get yes. it just after we've released the episode. And uh, Always. They've, they've, they've talked about the set in, uh, extension. Um, so, they've obviously built the new set. There's been a few new bits and pieces around the square that we kind of spotted. The back gardens, that brilliant drone shot that we saw when they first were introduced to the new set. Yeah. But now they're introducing two new parts. One of them... Prepare for shenanigans. <laughs> One of them is a oh. warehouse. But Shenanigan Warehouse is getting a massive upgrade. I but they're actually it. building one. They're actually yeah. building a specific set for Brilliant. warehouse shenanigans. It's Brilliant. like they're trolling us, Rob. It's like they're trolling you. I've I've no issues with this whatsoever. Shenanigan Warehouse deserves to be up there with the Vic. <laughs> Um, and it may well end up being part of the Vic actually, because what they're saying is that they'll be using the old set as yes. sort of the basis for some of these new sort of areas to be to be built on. Now, I have to say that this actually fills me full of confidence because the fact that they are continuing to sort of build upon Albert Square and sort mm. of um, kind of putting more into the universe of Walford um, in terms of set building and money spent on it and all that sort of thing is a good is a good sign for the show actually. The fact that the BBC is still willing to chuck money at. Each extender to, to this degree is a very very good thing so we should be pleased about this actually i am pleased with that regard you're absolutely right um <coughs> but it scares it doesn't scare me that's a really dic- ridiculous thing to say but it it, it, <coughs> it, it the, I, I look at coronation street and what they've done at the uh media city studios and they keep building more sets and more sets and more sets and it feels like it's less it feels like less of uh 
a, a kind of a, a show. It feels like you're in a in a, in a new, in a bubble in a world. Do you know what I mean? It's like its own separate yes. kind of fictionalized world where I quite like yes. that occasionally they were able to kind of jump outside of Albert Square and record. But I do understand well, why, because obviously it's easier to record in a in a dedicated set. It's much quicker. It stops press from getting leaked photos. So I, yeah. I do get that. I get the reasons why. But it also worries me a little bit that perhaps there's talks in the pipeline of a fifth episode being jumped, thrown in, because they'll be able to record... Really? Much, well, they'll be able to record much quicker. They'll be able to do much episodes... I'd be su- what do you think? I'd be surprised if there was a. I'd be surprised if there was a fifth episode, um, because I feel like the fourth, the four episode format works really well at the moment, and it's mm-hmm. and EastEnders is still the, the the site with the least amount of episodes compared to all the other three. Thankfully, you know, Hollyoaks is on every Hollyoaks is on kind of Monday to Friday, as is Emmerdale, and Corrie's on like seventeen episodes a week or something. Like <laughs> so <laughs> the, the way that EastEnders does it, um, it works really well in my opinion. Now I get what you mean about that, I and mean, what I think what you mean is that like it, it's a shame to sort of lose location filming and all, and all that mm. kind of thing i think what needs to be I, it doesn't necessarily mean that because they're building these new sets on the old set it means that it's going to be connected to albert square it might simply mean it's it's similar to like how they might use the uh, l street car park to film back scenes of the hospital for example it just it just means that they're <laughs> going to be it's going to be easier to to do scenes outside of the immediate Albert Square, which is something that drives me mad. Where you know the characters just won't leave the square for no reason yeah. whatsoever. You know, a special occasion. Oh, let's go to that pub down the road, the one that we go to every single day. You know, you just wouldn't <laughs> do that. So, I like the idea of them being able to sort of expand, if, in terms of the fact that they might be able to make more of London happen on screen, well, or more yeah. outside of the square happen on screen. So that's potentially exciting. It, it, it says in the article, uh, which is in the Metro, uh, that uh, was written by Stephen Patterson, uh, that they're they're adding uh, shipping containers as well. <laughs> so get ready for another. <laughs> Do you remember um, uh, more human trafficking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember, what was it? Um, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, why can't I remember their names? Ke- Keanu and. Uh, Louise. Louise. They got trapped in a container that time. This reminds me of that. Yes. It doesn't remind me very well, but it does remind me. Anyway, shops, houses. Yes. uh, Nine shipping containers and a large, a new large warehouse set, which is going to be situated on the old Albert Square (laughs) was before. Um, And obviously Uh, they've they've just inherited the uh, old Wolford not Wolford, Holby City set as well for the hospital scene. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've never used the hospital. We've never been in hospital as much as we've been in hospital recently. <laughs> I know, they're getting their use out of it, aren't they? Big time. I think it's exciting. It doesn't necessarily, you know, I think it, it gives them more creative opportunities, hopefully, to sort of expand the universe and not necessarily for it to be within Albert Square, but like I say, outside of the square and they can make out that it's in London mm-hmm. and different restaurants and different venues and all that kind of thing. It, it, there's potential there, I think. Especially if you're a warehouse, it doesn't necessarily mean it's yeah. going to be a warehouse. It means they can do a lot in a warehouse you know a warehouse it's effectively maybe a massive studio that they can they can do all sorts in um and kind of really spend their money around that way you don't know how it's gonna they'll be shenanigans i'm telling you right now of course they will in fact if they don't name that plot of the studio shenanigan warehouse shenanigan where or shenanigan a shenanigan studio one or something like that (laughs) then they've missed a trick maybe and uh i I would be happy if they want me to cut the ribbon as well the red ribbon i'll be there with my golden scissors i declare Shenanigan <laughs> warehouse open. Yep, I'll throw a bottle of champagne at one of the warehouse windows, smash it, Marvelous. and make it even one more realistic. Two hundred bottles. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Marvelous. They could, they could. We say warehouse. It could be a warehouse for a new 
textile set for argument's sake or a new factory that's going to employ Stacy so she's yeah. got less money problems or yeah. you know something along those could lines be. it could be a million and one different things but as soon <laughs> it's like you know when like when when something happens and you just feel you can just feel the chill going up your spine and the goosebumps on the back of your neck happen. <laughs> you just heard the word warehouse I and you went into trot and you went into post-war flashbacks <laughs> PD- I did. I honestly, I had a. I, it was just terrible, terrible times. But no, PTS- I, WTSD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Warehouse <laughs> traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> entirely, entirely. But um, yeah, you know, like you say, it shows confidence in the show, which is again a lovely, yeah. welcome thing. It's. I mean. <sighs> It's building. The the popularity of the show is building. Despite what people are saying yeah. about the, the ratings, they are creeping up. The ratings are creeping yeah, up. They are. And, and... and that includes, don't forget, that they are still releasing the episode in the morning. So you don't know yes. how many people are watching it on iPlayer where they're eating their cornflakes of a morning, you know. So no. I, I think BBC have seen a good thing coming. They've got themselves yeah. a great executive producer at the moment. They've got themselves mm-hmm. some fantastic storylines. They're in a really strong place. And that's why I'm not doing a podcast about it in three weeks' time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a time. To, that makes perfect sense to leave. The show's good at the moment. That's it. I'm not going to talk about oh, it anymore. Well, you might as well Madness. end on a high. That's what I say. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. We leave them wanting more. Um, all right. So hopefully, that's us done for another week. Hopefully, all visuals will return next week. Um, and we'll all be back to normal for our uh, final, is it three weeks? Three, four more episodes after this? one three this more is the, episodes yep so three third second and the penultimate in two weeks time i and then <gasps> the first of april oh, get your tissues gonna ready a, it's gonna be I'm a sad gonna be one an emotional wreck so i am <laughs> it's, it's gonna be very very sad um but you've still got time to email us and send us all your comments and everything like that and you can do that by doing the following uh contact us on twitter and instagram at wolford weekly you can find us on facebook at wolford weekly podcast on youtube don't forget to like subscribe and click the bell to get notifications about our spoiler videos and you can email us on apple podbean spotify or any of your favorite podcast sites on rob wolford weekly at gmail.com or alex wolford weekly at gmail.com Right, I'm off uh, for a driving lesson yes. now, Alex, because it's snowing. Oh, I know. It's gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be doing donuts all around the road. It's gonna be marvelous. <laughs> oh, I, I, I want you to do it live. I, I've asked live Rob, streaming. I asked Rob to live stream it to us. Although, don't use the uh, live stuff we normally use. Use a different. No, it doesn't work. It. I won't go. I won't go via our website. Go, Trust me. I right, go on a Zuckerberg source or something like that. You know, you'll be fine with that. But um, I must say, MySpace. Yes, my God, all right. Um, I must say to everyone that Rob's been an absolute star this week um, because he not only changed his timetable, he had to then sit for half an hour while I screamed blue murder at my laptop trying to get everything to work. He seems like such a genuine, kind of nice, happy bloke. But honestly, Alex is really, really, really abusive when he's angry. Gamers rage, you heard, you know, that's... I've broken broken the joy paddle one or two in my my past. Angry man. So, we will uh, all be well. Well, be back in your eyes and ears this same time next week. So until then, it's goodbye from me. And oh, and thank you, dog. <laughs> and your dog. And it's goodbye and... from my dog Monroe as well. Yes. <laughs> it's goodbye from Charlie the cat and myself, <laughs> Alex. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. Bye.